Hey, Jared. What, Cody? You ready? Ready for what? Quiet on the set. We have a problem that we have to address. There's no video. And it's not my fault this time. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> we made some really, really high quality content. It's because you make empty promises. I Okay, first off, there was no promise. I just said we'll try. <laughs> so it wasn't a promise. It was a mess up on my end. But I'd also like to say... We, we filmed the whole episode. We did the whole thing in video. It was pretty funny. It was pretty good. It was okay. It wasn't horrible, but um, I think the funniest thing is something that we are never releasing, ever. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think only three people have it, me, Cody, and our editor, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's going to stay. <laughs> so we apologize, but for the time being, it looks like we aren't going to have any video until Spotify wants to make this a partnered a partnered podcast, and then we'll be able to put video on it. But there. even then, though, it's going to shorten our Apple Music people. That's okay. We, unless we strike a deal with Spotify to where we get promotion and all that shit. So in either way, that's that's not probably ever going to happen. Never. But, you know, maybe maybe it's something to look forward to. But let's get on topic here. Yo, What's up? Take one. Yo. Let's talk basketball. Tonight, final preseason game. How are we feeling? New head coach, new team. Um, from what I've heard is that we're like three and three in the preseason. I mean, not horrible because we're still getting used to the new offense and we got a whole lot of freshmen coming in and we don't have that many returners and the people returning that we do have aren't, you know, those top people that we had last year. Mm-hmm. They were mostly sophomores. I mean, we have Clarence King. Which I'm excited to see him. To Hutch last year, I got to cover the entire NJCAA tournament. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, a lot, a lot of good basketball in JUCO, especially in our our league. Three and three really isn't bad for the preseason. We'll hope to get that to four and three after tonight. Yo, maybe not the best school, but they have some guys. They got every 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 JUCO has talent. People don't want to admit that. Yeah, every team has those two guys that they just feed the ball to, and they'll put up 40 on you. <laughs> and, it, and it's weird because I noticed after posting all this Juco content, people people have no respect for Juco. Like dudes on the internet, they have no idea what Juco's about. Like They don't know Rodgers was in Juco, Cam Newton was in Juco, Tyreek Kill Juco. Well, this goes on and on. Your audience is also... Uh, 12-year-olds on TikTok who have no oh, idea agree. what the hell they're talking about. That's true. Or they're a bunch of old heads. Or they're the, I've got like three main target demographics. Wannabe TikTok referees. I've got the 12-year-olds <laughs> and I've got the current players. And I've got players from California who think they're better than Juco in Kansas, but not a single player has a Power 5 offer and the entire, <laughs> the entire teams have been messaging me. So I don't know, you know, I it's it's weird because we are in like the hot spot of JUCO talent, like Kansas, Kansas and Texas, in my opinion, like elite JUCO yeah. areas. I think Texas is more basketball. You got Ranger College. You have Texas a lot. is actually more football. But I mean, like, you're not seeing guys in the top 15, top 20 for JUCO football on the rankings this year. But last year, you were seeing like Ranger College in Texas, and they went quarterfinals semifinals of the tournament yeah but even then football is a big part of texas so i mean obviously i think football is a lot bigger in texas than compared to kansas where basketball is a whole lot bigger or baseball i'm talking talent levels 
Yeah, I know. Texas is like the hot spot for Jared, you underrated don't, you, talent. Jared. Have you seen them damn high school? I'm not talking about high school. I'm not talking about high school. I'm not I'm know, talking even about then, Juco. Have you seen any level of da- uh, Texas football? Jared, can I can I take a quote from you that you said a few days ago? You don't know shit about Juco football? Yeah, but I know that fucking I know Texas high school football biggest biggest state in the in the nation for So football. why wouldn't Texas Juco football not be the same? Okay, let's look look up Juco football rankings. There's not a single Texas school above I think Coffeeville's high, Garden City's high, Independence I'm high. Bullshit on that. It's just it's just the facts cuz Texas players are good enough to where they go to real D1 schools. Yeah, Juco but what about players all those players that don't get those D1 offers. They go to D2. Listen, Juco doesn't get respect in Texas. Nobody goes, oh, yeah, Juco, Juco, Texas. But in Kansas, where we got all the Power 5 athletes, Coffeyville, Independence, Garden City, got dudes getting looked at who go to Dodge City, Hutchinson. Kansas is where it's at for Juco football. You got Iowa yes. at top. Like, it's the place to be. East Mississippi actually is on top, and then it's Iowa Western Independence, Jones College, Snow College. Snow's Texas. Snow's Texas. I don't even know where the hell these places are. Iowa Central, Northern, Northwest Mississippi, New Mexico Military, Garden so, City, Coffeyville, Mississippi, Gulf Coast, Tyler Jr. Tyler is also Texas. So, yeah, Texas is pretty big too. But I'm saying like the talent levels, you've got Snow that's like elite school. Tyler... Tyler was good at the beginning of the year. They're not great anymore. So you I think look. They only have one loss. I think that's what it says. They're like five and one. But what I'm saying, like the level of competition that Kansas is playing in Never versus mind. Texas, <laughs> they're four and three. Okay, great. So they're still making top fifteen, though. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got schools in Kansas that every week you're playing guys who are gonna go D one. Multiple guys going D one. I mean, Independence, Emba. He's got offers from Florida, Auburn, Michigan. Wow. The list goes on and on. So what I'm saying is Kansas is an elite area for JUCO. And it's undebatable. You can't you can't say otherwise. I mean, Kansas brought home the national title for football last year, for basketball last year. They bring it home for baseball. I don't follow baseball in JUCO. They- baseball? Um no. No. They they got out. I think pretty early, if I remember the the one in Colorado, right? You're talking about the one in Colorado. I haven't. I didn't follow baseball. Like the JUCO World Series, right? Yeah. JUCO World Series. Yeah. I I don't think Cali won. I think they got up somewhat early, but I think it was a pretty high finish. But my point is, basketball elite talent. Texas also has the the basketball high level talent. But Snow College and Tyler College, like I think those are like the only two like real big JUCO, Texas JUCO football schools. If anybody wants to correct me, please go ahead. I won't be petty about it because it's real life. But Kansas is a hot spot, a really great area for these guys. And they're breaking barriers this year. I mean, Michigan hasn't offered a JUCO athlete a scholarship in, in forever. And Emma's got all these schools on him. This dude's not even from the United States of America. He's from France. I was the best dude, one of the best dudes in JUCO from France and not the United States. I couldn't tell you. But it's just interesting because we're in Kansas where there's nothing. It's just this cesspool of dusty ass town, gross towns, and <laughs> the highest level 
Juco football in the nation. And the best Mexican restaurants ever. God bless you, Cali, Cali College. That was the only thing Cali has ever brought us. Authentic Mexican restaurants. And then Taco Tico. <laughs> okay, we use Taco Tico because it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> it's hey, still we're good, on the, though. We're on the Juco grind. we got to save the money. I'm excited to get on the court, look at our new team, look at the new head coach, get some good shots, get, get a few baskets, the usual. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also kind of worried about the new basketball head coach, Donnie, just because our old coach, his name was DeSalm, his offense was like – Fast as unbeatable, fuck. unbeatable. We had until we, it was okay. Fuck off, <laughs> because we couldn't shoot three pointers. And if we can't shoot three pointers, then guess what? We're gonna lose every single game. Um, but our offense was number one in points by like a lot, four or five points, which is a lot, like average wise. I think it was even more than that because you're. I mean. I think at one, least in the tournament, you guys were. Well, in the tournament, we were that. we were blowing out people in the tournament. But like regular season, I think it was like five or six points. There was another college that like put up a lot of points, but they lost. Like they're they're not doing good. Mm-hmm. I'm so, just I'm just wondering how this slow. I already know the offense is going to be a little bit slower. Well, I mean, I mean, to really put it in people's eyes, if you didn't watch Cali basketball last year, it was like five men on the court. Every single one of them could shoot. And all they would do is shoot. Like it, our best player, who was a big man, would take shots at half court. Oh my god, he was, like it was. I was so you know I went to Hutch last year and watching Hutch play, I was like you know Hutch Hutch has a good basketball team. They were good to watch, but and then and then Cali came and I was doing the Cali broadcast and I was like, what what is this? Like <laughs> it, it's like the it's like the Warriors' dream offense. If the Golden State Warriors could run anything like that, they would be. The ha- it just I can't I'm speechless. Like five guys, the whole roster could shoot until the championship game. Yeah. And the and the and we it was cold. That championship game. I was trying to watch it live through like a shitty little live stream. Dude, we could not hit shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it reminded me of the first game because if we only had one loss throughout the whole year. And it was the first game we ever played because we were just chucking up shots at that point. Like, we were just trying to get some offense going. Mm-hmm. And um, once we actually – actually, I think towards the end of that game that we lost, we had offense going, but it was just too little too late. Yeah. I think if you had another five back. minutes, another five minutes, you guys probably would have came out and won. But, like, that offense, it's crazy how that first week we lost, the next home game, we – they clicked onto the offense so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like – because that first game, it literally looked like a goddamn high school basketball That's game. That's what Jared was saying. He said it looked like YMCA basketball. It looked like YMCA basketball because they're just chucking up three. They're pulling up at half court, pulling up three pointers, and they're airballing it most of the time. But then mm-hmm. that second game comes by, and now they're getting it to work, and it works throughout the whole season until the final game, which is just crazy. And it's interesting because Donnie Jackson, so he comes from the Psalms coaching tree. So he worked under him, and then at Neo Show, wait, not uh, Neo Show, NOC Tonkoa. Yeah, Tonkoa. Yeah, he beats he beats Cali County. He beats him twice. I think it was the first two games. For first game, and then the second game he beats him too. Yeah. So it's interesting because now we have a guy who beat the Psalms' offense, and now he's at the Psalms' old school, and now it really sparks that Cali Hutchinson rivalry. 
Which I is so exciting. I don't know. There's going to be a beef, but it's going to be really competitive in that sake of rivals. Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be really competitive. But. And it's just it's just interesting to see because, man, the the two teams to watch now, at least in my opinion. I mean, obviously got Coffeeville, very good team. But did, like didn't locally, they lose a ton of people, though? Coffeeville did, but they still got, like, they got good talent. I mean, so did we, but, I mean, it's still Cali. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just exciting because, if anything... The games where Hutchinson plays Cali are going to be dynamic, man. It's going to be like it's going to be I so good. I cannot wait to film and edit that. I think January twenty sixth is when Hutch comes to Cali. Mm-hmm. That is going to be fun as fuck. And it's going to be cool because now we have permission to be courtside. I'm going to try and you know build a little working relationship with the head coach, getting some practices. We're going to make a cool product. We can, well, the practices are always open. Yeah, but like you know, get, go get, down yeah, there. Be be in the atmosphere. So I think we have a really good opportunity to have a a very in depth look at JUCO basketball. Because I mean, we've got football on lock. We got JUCO football on lock. Cali don't even have JUCO football, and but the, we have football. <laughs> and the yeah. JUCO reporters at Cali have it on lock. Finally, damn, we talked about this for sixteen minutes. Sixteen minutes. minutes. All right. Let's get on to the next topic. What was our next topic? Goblin. NWA take two. Oh, yeah. Jared's been gobbling recently. <laughs> I've been dabbling in a little gobbling. <laughs> I've been reminiscing on Tyler's old stuff um, because I'm not really a big fan of his new stuff, especially Call Me If You Get Lost. I am confident that that is his worst project mm-hmm. to date because I see people saying Goblin's his worst album, but Goblin has some fucking story to it. Yeah. I can't I can't find the story for Call Me If You Get Lost. That is just so boring. And I, I'm actually a fan of DJ Drama. I like when he <laughs> interrupts because, I mean, he's fun. Mm-hmm. He's a fun uh, added energy because Tyler's really boring. Yeah. This whole album. So he, he needed to add DJ Drama to get something going. Mm-hmm. But I've been going back on Goblin and Bastard and, uh, I mean... I haven't touched Wolf or any of those other ones because I know those are really good. Mm-hmm. I really like Wolf. I think, I think Wolf is the Wolf one is I my favorite. To. Wolf is my favorite, but Goblin is like top three right now for mm-hmm. me. And I mean, I like Tyler Creators like like the songs that blew up. Everyone was like, "This song's like Domo Twenty Three and Tamale and all that, all the fun stuff." Like, I listened to it, but I never really went in depth on Tyler. I think he's funny. Like all the videos he's got, funny ass dude. Yeah, <laughs> but. I have to be in a very specific mood to listen to Tyler, the Creator, to be honest. I mean, for the most part, yeah. But, like, for Goblin, it's, like, the perfect mixture for me because if I want to listen to... It's a very rebellious Mm -hmm. uh, album. That and Bastard, obviously, he's 19. Mm -hmm. He has a bunch of fucking rage. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just a good album to listen to when you're, like, in that fucking mood. Yeah. But, um... That album's like very diverse, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's like Cherry Bomb, which is also in my top three. I, I think my top three is Wolf, Cherry Bomb, and then Goblin. I'm switching between Cherry Bomb and Goblin now. But, yeah. Um, I think the only song that I remember listening to on Goblin was Yonkers. And boo, you basic ass bitch! I don't even listen. I skip that. I skip that every time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I always I, start at uh, Her with Frank Ocean. Well, what I'm saying is. I didn't. I obviously haven't gone very in depth on the bitch. Well, I just, I'd rather listen to Kanye or Billy Joel. 
See, Kanye's getting very boring for me, too, because I've listened to so much of his unreleased stuff mm-hmm. to where I'm trying to try... I'm trying to uh, listen to all my old artists, and Tyler's my first one because I heard uh, something about Tick... Or I saw his uh, Sandwiches um, performance on Jimmy Fallon mm-hmm. before Goblin came out. It was really fun to watch. I really like live music. I've been... I've been listening to Young Lean's um, live performance, and, like, the crowd there's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all Swedish. It's a Swedish crowd. It's a Swedish festival. Festival. Yeah. And they know all the words. Like, it's crazy how Swedish people learn learn English through Young Lean songs because there's mm-hmm. a lot of cases of people saying, yeah, I learned most of my English from Young Lean because <laughs> he says the most random shit. And it's it's just... I don't know. I like I like live music. <laughs> I think it's funny because the only reason I know who Young Lean is is because when I played Counter Strike, one of my like friends I play with all the time, that was his profile picture. And that's the only reason I knew who he was. Because Jared asked me, he was like, "You know Young Lean?" I was like, "I've never heard a song, but I know what he looks like." <laughs> oh my god! Um, but I'm not a big fan of live music. In I I like Daft Punk's live music. Okay, well, Daft Punk live music is completely different from other people's. Because uh-huh. Daft Punk, they can add whatever. Yeah. They they do their own remixes at at uh, their own concerts. Like, Alive 07 is probably my favorite live album. Mm-hmm. That's the best live album I think I can think of, honestly. But it's just like for... I don't know, man. I just... I don't like hearing the crowd a lot. I don't... I like the structure of the actual... Of, like, the studio of just about every other artist. And that's kind of where I'm at. See, I'm at a, I'm at, I'm at, I'm different about that because I like when artists perform their shit live because that shows they're real. Mm-hmm. So like JPEG Mafia, you barely know him, but his songs is like very quiet sometimes. Like he screams, but like, um, when it's live, he's screaming the whole time. And it's just like it's a whole new perspective on yeah. the music. It may be like a, a. He did like a cover of Call Me Maybe, which is like his most popular song for like no reason. It's a good cover of it. Mm-hmm. It's like very ominous. Yeah. But like when he performed it live for us, or no, sorry, when he didn't perform it for us when he was there, but he perform- I saw a video of him performing it live at a previous concert. He was like screaming the whole time. And it was just like, oh, okay, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's a That's a new way to think about it. And also for me, mosh pits are my favorite thing now like yeah i love being in that crowd mm-hmm. where people know how to mosh correctly and all that and i like watching the crowd and how the studio set up um like the stage how the stage is set up yeah live music is just fun to watch like i literally just watch young lean perform with like strobe lights everywhere because mm-hmm. the bass just dropped and it's insane I think the only live performance other than Daft Punk that I like really enjoyed was the Queen Live Aid performance. Like, and I really, I really enjoyed that one. But it I was just good. But well, yeah. I mean, it had you know the heavy hitters. Like, you know, it was a big one, and I I liked it. <laughs> but I don't know. I just I haven't tried it. I think the only I haven't done rap very much where it's live. Um. But it was always country music that was live, and I get pissed. 
Because I just country music in general is a fucking shit genre. Well, I mean, not really. I yes. used to think that, and then I went to Hutch last year, and I really listened to it. There's a lot of good, good country. There's a lot of bad country music, a lot of bad. But the good is really good. It's, I don't know. It I think I, I think I also lot. hate country because my parents mostly listen to, for the most part, country. Mm-hmm. But like, obviously, they had you know Billy Joel and mm-hmm. uh, Garth Brooks and. Or at least Garth Brooks Brooks is country. (laughs) I don't know. They listened to like the most basic 80s. They didn't expand any of their uh, music taste at all, really. Mm -hmm. And so I would go through their old vinyls and be like, okay, they have good vinyls, but I'm never listening to these fuckers ever again. I'm not being like my parents. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I learned. Like, I hate, I hate relating to my parents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I... I just think my parents will listen to the country radio, and the new country sucks. <laughs> the like the newest country yeah, artists I like, like Applebee's yeah, on that, that music sucks. Oh my fucking god! But like the newest artists, I think I'll go is like Zach Brown Band for country, but <laughs> they're just like, it's not even real country. It's more it's pop just, music. I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just me because I also hate it, but it it sounds the same for me. I mean, you get the damn guitar twing. I'm like, I can't tell if this is Luke Bryan or Brad Paisley. Well, first off, don't disrespect Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley <laughs> makes some good music. I was about to say Brad Pitt, and I was like, no, that's not. You a, get, that's not yeah. a country artist. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I, I mean, I'm I was in the same boat as you last year. It's all twang. It's all about drinking and being sad that your wife left I you. mean I know the topic it's, I'm not even saying the topic I'm just saying how it sounds yeah but I mean really like it's there's a lot it's a lot more different than that but all the mainstream stuff sounds the same it's like yes. the old the old 2000 and you get George well, it's Strait the same, it's the same thing with rap too if you just mm-hmm. listen to Migos and Cardi B and mm-hmm. All this, obviously, yeah, the mainstream stuff's going to sound the same. But I've tried to dig deep into old, or not old country, but, like, ex- experimental, I guess. Like country. who? I can't remember. I know the, Swed- the Swedish country. <laughs> I tried the Swedish country band. It was okay. It wasn't horrible. I just think, like, there's a few staples of country music that are, like, these songs are elite in like any any time you listen to like like fishing in the dark that song elite song it's country song but it works everywhere great say this okay i'm fine with country but country pop yes not that's where the problem is any type of pop honestly pop is pop is very it's a very weird genre because honestly anything can be considered pop if it's mainstream it'll be pop Mm -hmm. but I just can't fuck with country. I don't... If you put it on the car, if I think it's okay, fine. Let it ride. But I'm changing that shit. Or I'm turning it off. Well... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you guys heard that, but Lil scooted the bench and sounded like a fart. (laughs) I just think... I don't know. There's some really good ones. But I also get why people don't like it because it's not. It wasn't for, not for everybody. It wasn't for me for seventeen, eighteen years. <laughs> but I, I enjoy it. I don't listen to it as much now because I'm with Jared. But it's still good. But we've been talking about this for a long time. Let's get on to our next topic, Jared. Quote on, take three. <laughs> <laughs>
This is it for this week. And again, we appreciate you guys. Tune in next week for some very, very hard-hitting, crucial subjects. ETV Magazine and two mystery topics. That just means we haven't come up with the topics yet. (laughs) All right. That's it. This has been Quiet on the Set. Yeah, I like that better.